Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, October 10th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the bare bones of Web3, Episode 1, Meet the Crew, hosted by B Bands of the Space Skellies. Let's take a listen. Good morning, guys. Good morning, everybody. I'm so glad you're joining us for our first episode of Bare Bones of Web3. Um, today, we're going to be discussing some news items, the market analysis, and some awesome giveaways and new things happening in the NFT crypto space. We're still waiting for some more people to come in, but I think we should start so we can keep on schedule. Um, welcome to Bare Bones and Web3 with your host, Saberstein, Katie, and B-Bands. This is your weekly dose of Web3 news, market analysis, and hot topics. Sponsored by Space Skellies, one of the first conditional NFTs launching on Polygon Chain. Skellies will be minting in November. Please see the link above for more information. And also know, this show is for entertainment and information purposes only. Don't be silly. This is not financial advice. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you're interested in the topics, please do your own research. Um, today, we're going to be introducing ourselves. We have um, Katie. We have Saberstein and we have myself. Um, I'm a crypto news and NFT enthusiast. I love learning about the Web3 technology and being part of the community. So um, I wanted to form this group so that we could learn from each other and uh, also get some needed news without it going too, you know, too long. Um, I would like to introduce you to Saberstein and uh, I'll have her tell a little bit about herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Saberstein. I am passionate about trading and investing using primarily technical analysis, and I enjoy the communities and projects within the Cosmos and Polygon networks. Thanks. And then we have Katie. Um, I know she's a little bashful to share, but I just would love to hear your voice and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Katie. I just started. I'm very, very new in all of this, but I enjoy like all the relationships that I've made into the community. Um, I I'm basically like a fret, like breath of fresh air, I guess you could say, because I'm very, very new. But I've just really enjoyed getting to know the people in the community, and I'm so willing to learn and to soak it all in. And I'm just happy to be here. I'm just, just so happy to be here. I'm really, really glad you're here too, and I'm so glad Saber Scene's here because right now, you know, if we're going to be honest, I'm shaking, but I'm excited. <laughs> so. <laughs> Right. Um, so let's talk about the news. What we're going to do on a weekly basis on Mondays is I'll be picking some news items for us to discuss, some informational, some just maybe topics um, for thought. The first topic I want to bring up um, is the MetaMask. MetaMask has a new portfolio viewer. Now, I thought it was awesome. I was super excited. I went into the portfolio viewer. Um, I opened it up. I was looking at everything on my MetaMask. and. Um, when I was looking at it, 
I saw 40 unsolicited NFTs airdrop into my um, account. Now, I just want to warn everybody, for those of you who are going to go out and take a look at this portfolio viewer, please take note. A lot of these airdrop um, NFTs are scams. And if you interact with them, um, they can essentially drain your wallet. So if you are minting a free mint or if you are you know, in a place that you're not sure, make sure to use a burner wallet um, for your free mint and just enough to get your gas going. Because um, recently it happened to us. Um, my husband always uses a burner wallet and he had like $12 um, drained from it from a free mint. So we just kind of want to throw that out for you guys um, to keep eye on. Our next story is um, McDonald's in, Swi in uh, Switzerland. They're accepting a BTC. So uh, I think it's kind of weird that you're accepting Bitcoin for burgers or even going to use your Bitcoin to buy a burger. Because every time right. I think about that, right, you're like, you're <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, this pizza, the pizza story with the Papa John's. They spent like, I don't know how much in Bitcoin to buy this pizza. And yes, it was awesome. It was like a new way, you know, you purchased it. But now that Bitcoin is worth so much more. So I'm kind of wondering, maybe McDonald's is going to start stacking Bitcoin or do you think they're going to turn it into fiat? It'd be like uh, Bitcoin for Happy Meals. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't bring myself to spend Bitcoin. Like they also accepting te no. Tether as well. Um, but Saberstein, do you think you could accept uh, Bitcoin for to buy a burger? No. Would you, I mean, would you want to? Right? Oh my God, not it's like taking these, a piece of gold. Not at these prices. Not at these prices. I feel like I'm just helping McDonald's accumulate Bitcoin for the future, but that's just me. Yeah, I know. I was like, ah, I'm not going to spend Bitcoin for a burger. <laughs> so um, our next topic will be, uh, not topic, but we're just going to go through some news items. Ethereum NFTs are down 36% and Solana NFTs are up 77%. And I was reading this um, headline on Forecast News, and I thought it was really interesting, especially since there's so much going on with Solana, like blockchain halts and um, just a lot of other things that, you know, I don't want to comment on, but I think that should be looked into. So it could be the partnership with Helium and some other things that bolster sales, or it could be the sudden interest by Raul Paul. And he's a huge uh, influencer. He's a huge money guy. And, you know, if he says something is good, you know, a lot of people are going to go with that. So we just have to make sure we uh, pay attention to that kind of stuff. Um, then for like my favorite story of the week, we had um, your sketches. So imagine you're sketching, right? And you start sketching and then it turns into a stuffed animal, into an NFT and then from an NFT to a stuffed animal that's being sold on Macy's. So Apparently, Gary Vee, which is like the NFT guy, marketing guru, um, he's evolving his NFTs into real life. And I think it's pretty awesome. You know, he's taking his sketches and he's releasing toys at, on Macy's in their um, toy story. I mean, there's toys um toy story, huh? thinking of the movie, um, their Toys R Us section. So I was reading this Decrypt article and I thought it was extremely um, interesting because during the interview, um, he says, if you asked me a year ago, I would have said V Friends is an NFT company. Today, I think of vFriends as a transmedia or multimedia company where we're doing stories in all fashion, all forms and fashion. So in my opinion, I was like, is this evolution natural or is this something that he had to do? Because in the same, in the same um, story, he says, as we can tell, we are a little bit in a crypto winter and, and potentially looming recession. 
He said, above every, anything else, it's just a security measure to make sure that we feel like we're capable and in the right position to continue to build this company in the foreseeable future. Having partners and taking that uh, funding allows us to do so. So apparently Gary Vee thinks we need to be prepared. I kind of want to know, ladies, what do you think um, about this whole story? I actually think it's really cool. My kids would be so into this because they see a lot of the NFTs that I buy. Um, like my one daughter who's over here sitting playing Legos, she loves cats. So anytime I get a cat NFT, she's like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. And, you know, how cool would it be to take, you know, your NFT and turn it into something for your kids, especially it would help get your kids to get involved in it. Um, I, I just think it's a really, really cool idea. And I think it would be neat for even other projects to do that as well. I think it would be super awesome. Um, Saber scene. I kind of want to know. I, I agree. I think it's really neat that you can take something like your NFT, your sketches, and turn them into something tangible, into something that's a little more real world for some people rather than just keeping it as an NFT. Um, and I agree with Katie. It's really interesting, you know, for kids because they, of course, want to touch something. They want to cuddle something. And I found that some of the NFTs out there are, you know, super cute, have amazing art. And I think they would look really cool as like a little stuffed animal or something like that. You know, like I, I could definitely see that. But then like I'm on the polar opposite with you guys. I'm like, is this sustainable? Is this going to end up like, you know how you go to the dollar? store and it was like all of these like <laughs> crazy trinket toys and it's like oh my gosh they just made so many and they end up like hanging out at the dollar tree like you know these toys and yeah maybe i'm not saying that the toys are going to be cheaply made or any of those things i'm just saying like with an excess there comes a point where like there's no need for it anymore does that make sense too much uh, supply and too little demand yes definitely yes. yes it's still a really cool idea though and it kind of gets your kids involved in it kind of teaches them about something that, you know, they may not know about or something that it's going to be obviously in the future too. So I think it's something that would be good to get them opened up to learn about this part of the world. You know what I mean? Like this, cause I think once I got into like the NFTs and into even discord, all of it, it's like a whole different world. So I think it, it would be good for, you know, it's teaching our future, these things that, you know, I didn't even know about a couple weeks ago. So I think it's kind of neat. All right, well, let's uh, let's go into our next story. Um, so Samsung is launching their metaverse. It's called House of Sam in Decentraland. I thought it was kind of weird, like I think Son of Sam, but maybe I'm just kind of messed up like that. But I was like, House of Sam, but I guess that sounds cool. But anyways, <laughs> I guess it's not, you know, not the point. But um, this story is kind of... I found it ex extremely interesting. Um, and I just wanted to touch on one point. Um, this story was on Crypto Globe, and I was reading how they're, they're setting up their utilities and, and they have this whole store in um, the metaverse. And he made a quote, and I want to read it to you guys because I feel like it encapsulates everything that um, is, is occurring. And it kind of ties in with, uh, maybe ties in with Gary V too. Um, in the, in the quote, Arthur Wong, the marketing director of Samsung, um, said, our goal is to be ever closer to Generation Z, our younger consumers who no longer draw boundaries between what is physical and what is virtual. And you guys were earlier saying, you know, like they, they, you know, everybody wants something to touch. But this also this new generation that we're entering 
there's there's a different boundary like we're, we've crossed into like you were saying a different world where like we're going from physical to virtual you know, oh, absolutely. maybe the, the, the natural right. progression of everything so i just oh go ahead oh no i was just gonna say my kids like they're into all of the like the roblox the the minecraft like all of this stuff to where they you know, that's where they hang out with their friends sometimes, you know, especially during COVID. That was like their hangout. Hey, you want to go to blah, blah, blah and Roblox and hang out and we can play some games. So, yeah, totally. I, I see that. And, and it's it's because this is how we're entertaining ourselves. So the evolution of entertainment, that's how we absorb like entertainment. Right. So we were absorbing it before through like reels when they were making the black and white movies. Then they went into VCRs, into tapes and from there to DVD. And now we're streaming our, our, you know, our entertainment. So I wonder if this is like next, like, okay, now we're not longer streaming. Now we're entering a virtual world. That's, that's how we're going to do things from now on. But that's just my opinion. Um, I've got another story here from you, uh, for you guys. It's called, uh, it's from the Latin Grammy. So the Latin Grammys, essentially, they're, they're teaming up with one of, and they're going to be, which is like a music NFT. They're going to have a three, they have a three-year contract with them. And they're going to be creating an NFT collection for the Latin Grammys. And the Latin Grammys is on the 64th year. So a three-year contract is pretty long. I'm pretty excited to see what comes of it. I'm not really sure how, I don't know. I don't know if this NFT collection is going to be like ticketed or music, but it's definitely going to be a huge part of, uh, the Latin Grammys, especially since Binance is their uh, their major partner. Um, do you guys have any comments or think anything about this? Or so they did go with the Bin- they their Binance is their partner. Yeah, and then Binance was just hacked, right? <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> I know it was a hundred million hack, and so they hacked a hundred million, but they were only able to freeze seven million. So I mean, I guess that's better than nothing. Um, yeah. I don't really know how I feel about it. I mean, I, I guess I could see it. I, I think it's a neat idea. But I mean, I guess I kind of have to watch and see what happens with it and exactly what it is. You know what I mean? But it is kind of crazy that the whole Binance thing just got hacked and then they announced this. It's a little strange. Well, well here, here's, here's, um, here's awesome. You, you guys have, have you guys heard of, sorry, I got really excited. Um, you guys heard of Helium. It's the token. It's a project. Yes. It's on the blockchain. They have their little you know, um, machines everywhere and you can, it's blockchain, but without cable or whatever. So wireless blockchain. Yes. Anyways, so Helium has been going through all of these interesting things and on the 8th, BNB delisted Helium. Now everyone's like, oh, BNB is shady and stuff like that. But they they delisted Helium. Now Helium has been going through some weird stuff. First, they were accused of uh, lying about partnerships with Salesforce and Line, completely complete complete lies. So they had to come up front with that, and that was in August. In September, it was found out that they were hoarding a majority of the wealth from the mining to thirty wallets that were friends and family. On the twenty on the twenty second, they're also trying to do a partnership with T Mobile. Now, the reason I brought this specific um, situation up was even though um, Helium was delisted by BNB and they're saying that there's no cause for it, there's a myriad of things that have been happening to, you know, to help this situation. So 
before we get excited or really want to look into a project, we should really do our research because I was diehard into helium. I was very excited last year. And then my husband's like, let's just wait. Let's just wait. And I was glad he told me to wait because now things are coming out like that. You know, obviously we're not expected, but definitely um, worth looking into. So we should always be doing our own research. And then for, I think this will be our last story because I kind of want to segue into um, the market analysis and then possibly being able to take some questions at the end. Um, for this story, we're going to be chatting real quickly about um, the Azurian, uh, I can't pronounce it, the Azurian avatars. Now, this is a story that was in Being Crypto about a failed PFP release. Um, the community had been ra rallying and been part of this project for 15 months. It was, it's a storytelling community. They had, you know, they had all these awesome things going on, and, but they were releasing their PFP quietly with, you know, with not reaching out to the community or anything. Well, they released their PFP and after 15 months of working hard and everyone being part of their community, nobody liked it. Everybody hated the PFP. They thought it was horrendous. So they responded with an apology. They came out and the whole project apologized to their community. And this is, I, I love this story because they literally came out and, and said sorry and said, we're gonna do better. Uh, addressed every single thing that they had, you know, done wrong. And we're like, okay, now this is what we're going to do right for you guys. And I can respect that because there's so many projects out there, like the, the launch and then maybe something won't be like, and it ends up being a rug pull, or maybe it's not a rug pull. And then the, uh, it's not a rug pull and the uh, creators decide to give up. So I just really appreciate this. If you guys um, have a chance, definitely take out, check out this, um, Azurian avatar story. Um, I'm going to read you a quote that the, I love reading quotes because it's, it just encapsulates what's going on. He said, um, next time we'll spend far more time upfront with the community, defining the premise to make sure it's something that we can all win with. And, you know, they thought they were really involved with the community, but they left them out of something very, very key. So for those of you who have projects, always make sure to listen to community because you never know. And um, they ended their article with um, admitting their mistake. And I says, when, my thoughts are when you can admit that you made a mistake, that's when things can get better because you know it's time for you to do better and that is good for everyone. And that's all I got for the news today, guys. Um, I wanna segue into Saber Scene's uh, market analysis. If you go to the top, um, link to the top is the BTC weekly chart and Saber just gonna chat a little bit about her uh, sentiments. Yes, good morning, everyone. Um, so as this is the first episode, I'll just begin by describing my weekly Bitcoin chart. In the future, I can probably just touch upon it, but I just wanna show and share where I, like what I see. So currently we're trading within a big weekly demand zone. Uh, it was created when Bitcoin paused to range between the 17,600 area and the 19,800 area near the end of 2020 before it broke above and continued its bullish momentum uh, to go on to the about like 65,000 range. Adding confluence to the importance of this demand zone, the area of 19,800 was also the previous resistance in December of 2017. And the volume profile on the right of my chart shows that this is an area of high volume by price. 
So after breaking the 2017 high in 2020, this area was never retested to confirm support. So coming back to this area was due. Um, RSI is also low, roughly 34. Below 30 is generally considered oversold, which it did get to in June when it touched 26. Uh, when it also touched on the chart, it was about like the 17,000, what is it, like 600 area. Uh, so bullish case, we would want to see upwards movement out of this demand zone. There is a potential double bottom in play as well, which needs a break above and confirm support at about 25,000. Um, in traditional markets, midterms are also coming up in the U.S., which could cause a rally that would likely extend to crypto. However, I'm not leaning towards a rally just with like the general macro, but we'll see. Uh, on the bearish side, volume profile shows a large gap between our local bottom of 17,630 and 12,000. And I love volume profile because it shows um, volume by price rather than volume by day. Um, so there is a really big gap in between that 17,630 and 12,000 area, meaning a break below could see us drop through that volume gap to find that next area of high volume. Um, there are two supports at about 16,200 and 14,000 to watch as well. So it won't necessarily drop right through to 12,000. Uh, however, I also have a monthly demand zone between the 12,000 and 10,000 range. So that provides more confluence to the volume profile. Uh, Bitcoin is also very close right now to a major resistance. So the large downtrend line from 69,000 and a rejection here could send it further down. So yeah, unfortunately, macro is still bearish in traditional markets. I do follow both traditional and crypto markets. Um, so I'm not very confident that bulls will be able to reclaim control, at least on the higher time frames. Um, generally, we won't just go straight down the same way as it's not up only. So we will see days, even some weeks where sellers will get exhausted and buyers will step in as support. Um, however, as we're still in a downtrend, those small rallies generally see sellers stepping back in as we get into an area of resistance or supply and we continue our downwards movement due to lack of buyers. Uh, so some altcoins to watch. Um, these last few weeks, XRP has been quite interesting. It's up 65% with some bullish momentum, whereas most other high market cap coins have been following Bitcoin and Bitcoin's just been kind of crabbing lately. Um, so not moving much up or down. Uh, this one has been actually a lot of fun for day traders and scalpers to play with in this slower market as uh, day, traders, day traders and scalpers will generally follow and try to find things with um, more momentum. Uh, if we do get a rally, uh, I've noticed that Adam and Matic uh, have both been good coins to watch as they were really strong when Bitcoin rallied previously from its June low. So Bitcoin went up 42% uh, before hitting resistance, that major resistance line from 69K, uh, whereas Adam and Matic were both up about 215%. Uh, which shows strength. Uh, but it makes sense as well because both the Cosmos and Polygon uh, ecosystems have also been quite strong. Um, so this month, so far I've heard both, you know, October and October, so the bullish and the bearish. Uh, historically, Bitcoin has performed well in this month as seven out of the last nine Octobers have ended green. Um, so with seeing both the bullish and bearish charts and thesis is shared on Twitter and in discords, um, no one really seems to know, though, what will happen. We're, we're in a very odd range of we need to either break below to continue our downwards momentum or we need to break above. 
Um, but of course, breaking above, there's still so many resistances we have until we can even be considered bullish. Um, so, which leads me to say that, of course, none of this is financial advice. Uh, please, please do your own research and definitely please practice proper risk management. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Thank you, Saberstein. Stein. <laughs> my, little, um, my little rant about the market, yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I love it. Um, I've learned so much over uh, the past, uh, I think we've been hanging out for a year now on Web3. Um, I've learned a lot from you and I appreciate it. Um, so, hello, EJ. I see that you're in the crowd. Um, you're supposed to uh, come up here. I'm trying to invite you to speak, but you're not coming up, my friend. So um, while we're waiting for you, he keeps giving me the boot. Um, hold on, let me see. Okay, I'm going to have to figure out what's going on with EJ's. Um, we're trying to get EJ to get in here. Um, hold on. So, you know what? While I'm figuring that out, is it okay, Katie, if you would please share your um, what's going on and giveaways and all the awesome things in our, in our space? Yes. I can do that. If you hear my cat, she just jumped up on my lap and keeps coming back and forth. So I'm so sorry if you hear her. Um, I'm basically going to kind of give you guys an update on what's going on with the Space Skellies right now. Um, we are, I'm excited about Mint. Um, it'll be sometime in November. Um, and a few things have changed as far as the amount of NFTs, amount of um, the price for white for i'm trying to pull it up okay so the mint cost um so a lot of a couple things have changed so the collection size was it they it just changed to 3500 um and we have went lower on pricing so that it makes it a little bit more affordable for people um so the space pioneer if you have that it would be 30 and then space explorers 40 space cadets going to be 50 now and then our public net would be 50 so that you know it went down a little bit so that kind of helps us you can get more um i love the skellies because i love the fact that my nft is going to change as it sits in my wallet i think that's super cool like one day you wake up and it's eyeballs going to be gone or one morning you might wake up and its face is melting off. I think that <laughs> that sounds super cool. So I am, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm excited for everything that's going to happen with Skelly's. I'm, I don't know. They've, you, they, it's just a really, really cool. I just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it other than it's really cool because it's just something that isn't out. So it's something that's different. Okay. Um, did you? I'm sorry. I had, I had my dog was acting up, and I stepped away for two seconds. Um, did you share about the pumpkin carving? Yeah, I'm getting ready to. My cat is doing the same thing as your dog. She keeps jumping up and down on me and getting on top of my computer. So I'm having a hard time even seeing my screen. I'm like, move. <laughs> so, um, well, I am a part of the Crowned Ape Society with Tesis, and me and the other queen, A. Solly. Um, she, her and I are doing a pumpkin contest, like it's like a carving contest. Um, and it will be, you can go ahead and start submitting your pumpkins. Um, let me pull this all up right here. And there is so many prizes. I'm talking like the first, just like first place in itself. There's anywhere between, I think 18 NFTs, 1200 stars. And then the list just continues to go on. We've had so many projects. 
help us, uh, Sunny Side Reapers, the squad, um, put on Wad Squad. Um, Kisa's has every, I mean, Shady's Birds, the Cowboys, um, the Diseased Humans. There's so many prizes. Um, you can go ahead and start submitting your pumpkins to, um, you would use the hashtag CSA Halloween. Um, and anybody who enters from here now until the 15th will get put into a drawing um, for early entries. And then after the 15th, anybody who enters, including the people that does the early entries, will be put into a drawing as well for another prize. Um, and then it's a 25-star entry fee for you to enter your pumpkin. And the reason that we wanted to do that was because we are um, working with the diseased humans for a friend of ours. His name is Jared. His daughter was diagnosed with cancer. So we're wanting to um, donate all of our star injuries to go to her. Oh, well, not really just to her. It actually gets um, donated to the um, hospital, Perth Hospital in Australia. Um, and it helps the hospital be able to give the correct care and things like that. Um, so, yeah, just go and carve a pumpkin. It can be any theme. It can be anything. Um, and then just send over your, your stars. Everything is on all of the flyers, stars address, everything. So um, carve a pumpkin, send it in, win some really awesome prizes, help a really good cause. And we would really, really appreciate it. So thank you guys so, so much. Thank you, Katie. Um so if you are wanting to know a little bit more about the pumpkin carving contest, there is a link up top so you can go and um, read all of the prizes and see um, how to uh, submit your pumpkin. And so glad we got EJ, the founder of Space Skellies up here. Um, he's going to share with us and I'm so happy that he finally was able to make it. <laughs> Sorry about the little uh, mess up. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you perfectly. Okay, if, if I start breaking up, let me know I'm, I'm in my office. So um, I'm going to go over a little bit about space skellies. Um, I know Katie, she went over the conditioning type situation. I, I had a cat on wanna, top of me. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> no, I do want to give an update that we have received our document white paper from our um, gaming studio. So Dreaming Studio has submitted the white paper to us. Uh, we have kind of dripped that into the staff channel. I'm even keeping it uh, kind of hidden from them just for fun, uh, make, make them want more. Um, so that's super exciting. We do have some massive announcements coming out this week. Um, announcements that are definitely going to, uh, let's just say, change your head or turn your head um, along with many other utilities being brought in. This is things that haven't been done yet on top of everything else. So. Just stay tuned. Uh, what you think it is probably isn't what it is. It's something even bigger. Um, so just be aware. Enjoy the process. And if we, if you have questions, um, we make every decision. Just keep in mind for the community with you guys, number one, on our, on our minds. Um, and I do want to go into a little bit over the stock. You know, New York Stock Exchange is what I trade on a daily. So I do trade option trading some downtime just for fun, but I've always studied the market growing up. Um, and a lot of people don't know this, but in our Discord, I have a fully broken down, I mean, literally uh, line by line of what's going on in the market for the upcoming week. If you go to the market discussion channel, you will see I have all the critical events of the, you know, the economic events, 
news that may be big impacts, um, meetings that we may have with SEs or whomever is speaking. Um, so I do want to go over that. And I do have my, I just have a paper in front of me that I kind of wrote up. And so if it kind of sounds like I'm reading, I am. I just don't want to miss anything. But to recap of last week, uh, we did see Twitter. Like Twitter was the big trending thing. Twitter was up 22% at close on Friday. Uh, super, super amazing for Elon to do what he's doing. Um, whether or not you support it, it doesn't matter. He's going to own Twitter one way or another. Um, and then the stocks, though, on the other hand, we lost almost uh, what was it, about a billion dollars on Friday in, in almost not even... It was like five hours of trading over um, almost $1 billion was wiped from the market. There was a massive sell-off, even though on top of a good unemployment rate. So unemployment rate was down from 3.7% to 3.5%. And what that simply means is more people are having, uh, they're being employed. So less unemployment is being, uh, you know, just recorded across the U.S. And these are U.S. numbers. Um, and so this also goes hand in hand with the Federal Reserve raising interest rates. So if you think about uh, they keep raising the points or in other words, like you go get a, a mortgage loan or a house loan or a car loan, it's getting more and more expensive because the way you fight inflation uh, to an extent is you raise interest rates. Uh, that's how the economy works. Um, so this is backing up what the feds are kind of saying, uh, the unemployment being down means that there is intentions of raising interest rates, um, but you got it. They hopefully will stop soon. I think they're at a point where they need to kind of really step back and, and make the proper decision. Um, next into the biggest, the biggest market downfall was uh, semiconductors such as AMD, um, Nvidia, and others. So AMD came out and re- they released that their numbers were down uh, from six point seven billion to 5.6 billion in that quarter. AMD dropped over 13% in one day of trading. In the market, that is a massive drop. This isn't crypto. People say people want to say uh, crypto is volatile. I'm like, I don't know right now. I think everything's volatile. So um, there is a, there's a lot of good things and bad things all at the same time happening. Um, you know, unemployment's down. Interest rates are up. So that's going to hopefully hedge inflation slightly. Um, I will say this isn't financial advice. I always have a short against the market um, because right now we're in a bear market. So I have a short. Um, If you feel that that's something you want to do, definitely look into events coming up. I'm looking into uh, so the weekly performance of last week. Although we had a massive drop on Friday, we did have the S&P close up 1.5%. Um, NASDAQ closed up 0.7%, uh, the Dow Jones up 1.9%, and the Russell 2000 was up 2%, actually two and a quarter. Um, so earning recap was, you know, that AMD definitely, AMD definitely didn't, they, they were way off. So that's not good to see. Semiconductors are super important across the entire ecosystem of economics. Um, and the lead- this week coming up, we have, let's see here. I got my right here. So on Monday, we have, yeah, I don't know. I just want to go through anything. I just put this week's kind of boring up until Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday, y'all love people who shop. Uh, Amazon has their maybe their prime event of the year. So if you're wanting to trade or maybe volatility, 
Amazon may have a great day on Tuesday. So the holiday offer, uh, the holiday deals will start. And second prime day event of the year starts at the same time. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, holiday deals and prime day number two. Can't really get much better than that. Um, and then on Wednesday, we have a major report coming to the OPEC, which is it's oil. That's all that means. Um, it's just going to, that will really help see where the economy is leading. There was rumor that the U.S. is being traded barrels for more expensive versus other countries, which you may have seen reflected in gas prices this week, uh, or sorry, last week. Um, and then I have the September producer product, uh, price index will be released to ex expectations for a 0 0.0 month to month drop. So I, all that means is that hopefully the cost of food has died off. Uh, cost of literally groceries is dying down, uh, but we'll see how that goes. And then at two o'clock on Wednesday, the, the FOMC meets um, and they will, what I have here, they have, oh, the feds are, yeah, the feds want to lift the, the funds by 75 points for the third time. So they're wanting to lift it again for a third time. Um, there comes a point in time when we're going to have to look at the market and say, what's what's too much? Um, and then I'm just sorry, I'm scrolling through these. What do I, I have stars by certain ones that I like. Uh, the Bureau of Labor will have a, yeah, I do have that down. On Thursday at 8.30 in the morning, maybe volatile in the morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, that You might want to just check the labor statistics. If you see the market move, don't worry. That's just kind of to be expected. Um, and then that's really it, I think. The pre-market earning, uh, the earning. Oh yeah, this is big too. On Friday, uh, pre-market earnings reports for major banks will pour in. Uh, the options trading uh, will move five percent or more. Is this is what we're saying? The options trading groups. Uh, we have Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, and J.P. Morgan Chase. So we have massive banks that will be releasing reports um, on Friday morning going into the weekend friday is going to be extremely volatile um this is the new york stock exchange it doesn't necessarily mean that will affect crypto but that's kind of the ins and outs this is what we go over and everything i just read off is in our discord if you want to see it in more depth and there are some events i skipped over because they're kind of boring um but yeah that's what we do i try to look out for the team um, I warned them of a, a bear trap coming or a, a bull trap coming up. I actually told them just, you know, be patient with all the uh, everything going on, the defaults and, and the swaps, just a lot of things. And I even posted it. And then guess what? The market went up. Like it started, it went up pretty well. And then it on Friday, it got smashed. So we share what we this is you wish. And if you think you choose to buy or sell, that is on you. Um, but yeah, I hope this helped somebody, one person today. If not, maybe it just gives you what's happening in this uh, Thank you, EJ. EJ, you're kind of rugging right now, um, which is awesome because we are hitting that uh, 40 minute because I'm, I'm, we're trying to keep the show nice and short. Um, I kind of want to do a quick giveaway. Katie, is there, um, can we do something for the crowd? Maybe um, everybody was here. Uh, yeah, let's give some whitelist away. You want to do that? Yes, let's do that. Um, let's get, if you, if you have never been to Space Kelly's Discord, 
I'm going to have you hop in there. And um, EJ, which, should they create a ticket? Uh, it depends what you want to okay, do. He's rugging bad. You can just create, create a ticket. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's, oh my gosh, you're rugging. You so let's create a ticket. If you don't so have a white list, yes, we can. It's, it's kind of bad, but let's just, um, <laughs> anybody who's in, I got to wrap it up. It's like anybody um, who's in the crowd, if you do not have a white list for um, Space Skellies, Please note, this is a whitelist on, only um, mint. So if you don't have a whitelist, you can't mint. So uh, please hop into our Discord, which is attached to the site um, above, and um, create a ticket and we'll get you a whitelist. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your morning to spend with us. This will be a weekly show. We'll keep it 30 to 40 minutes long. And um, hopefully, uh, maybe get some time in next time for some questions from the crowd. Um, I was going to have uh, a quote for you at the end, but I don't, I don't, I don't have a quote. I just, I'm just thankful <laughs> you guys are here <laughs> and I just have, hope your week is awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the ether. That was bare bones of web three episode one, meet the crew hosted by B bands of the space skellies recorded on Monday, October 10th, 2022 for terraspaces.org. I'm thin. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Faces.